Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam and Handel. And in this episode, I will be doing a Packer preview with a special guest uh, for the Packer game, which is Sunday. That is December 13th, 2020 at 3.25 p.m. Central Time on Fox. And they go to Ford Field where they face off against the Lions, who are 5-7, and seven, at fourth place in the division of the NFC North, while the Packers are 9-3 and three at first place in the NFC North division. And before I get to that, as far as a preview with my special guest, I will welcome in my special guest right now, and he will quickly touch on the last game that the Packers played and they won against the Philadelphia Eagles. A little quick recap on that and then we'll get right into the meat and potatoes of the Lions game and the divisional matchup there. So I want to welcome in for another Packer preview, Mark Trunk. Mark, thanks for joining me for another Packer preview and right out of the gate, I welcome you, and I will also get your thoughts on the Packers' win over the Philadelphia Eagles last Sunday at Lambeau Field. Yeah, Adam, thanks for having me on. Uh, excited to be back again. So just uh, talking about the Eagles game last week, nothing really surprising. It's kind of been a game very similar that we've seen a lot for the Packers this year. Uh, great games by Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams, connecting on a couple touchdowns. Packers did have some trouble running the ball at the beginning of the game like we thought, but then Aaron Jones had that amazing game-clinching run to, to seal it at the end there. And um, on defense, we, we knew going in the Eagles' O-line was one of the worst in the league, but it was still great to see the Packers get seven sacks, and they even forced some more turnovers, so that was great. Their uh, players from last year's draft, Rashawn Gary and and uh, Darnell Savage are really, really ascending at this point in the year, so that's good to see. And then, again, special teams continues to be a concern for the Packers, allowing another return for a touchdown. J.K. Scott might not be with the Packers next year, and it'll be also be interesting to see what LaFleur does with Sean Meninga after this year. But we'll see what happens with that, and excited for the Packers-Lions game. Yeah, uh, I think that was a good uh, kind of quick, concise synopsis of the win over the Eagles. The Packers were in control for most of the game, uh, and towards the end it got a little bit interesting as far as the Eagles made the switch to Jalen Hurts at quarterback from Carson Wentz, and uh, Hurts made some plays, but uh, the Packers were able to kind of stave off the efforts of Jalen Hurts and company for the Eagles, which, side note, uh, a lot of you listeners probably know this, uh, but earlier in the week, ESPN's Adam Schefter came out with the news that this week's game uh, for the Eagles game against the Saints on Sunday, Hurts will start. So Wentz, at least for that game, will be the backup uh, as the Eagles kind of look to get a different look at quarterback as far as that goes. Um, But... I mean, they have a lot of money invested into one, so I wouldn't imagine that that would be a huge, uh, significant role for Hertz going forward because probably isn't good to have a backup making as much as Wentz does. But who knows? We'll see. 
Uh, if they really like Hertz, then they might start Hertz, and they they will for tomorrow, and they might continue it. So, uh, but back to the Packer game. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams had some notable accolades that all of you listeners know. Um, with uh, Rodgers' touchdowns, uh, all-time touchdowns, and then Adams uh, consecutive games with touchdowns. Uh, so that's very impressive for them. And then that amazing run by Aaron Jones that you touched on, Mark. That was great. And David Bakhtiari, the offensive lineman for the Packers, was getting down the field uh, and, and pretty uh, good as far as that goes. So that was that was fun to watch. And then uh, also they just had really good blocking and, and everything uh, towards that uh, to, to really put the game on ice and uh, make it so that the Packers were going to win. And they did win. And uh, definitely, you know, the special teams, as you mentioned, Mark, was kind of a – red flag in, the, in this game and it has been kind of all year uh i mean they've had some returns against them go for touchdowns and that hasn't been great but at this point we're kind of nitpicking i mean they're nine and three they're first in the division one of the best teams in the nfl so you kind of take the good with the bad and there's definitely a lot more good than bad for the packers and they look to continue to roll uh as they go to Detroit, as they play at Ford Field, as I mentioned earlier. And the last matchup between the two teams, the Packers won earlier in the season at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, 42-21. to And that was back September 20th of this year. And that was the Aaron Jones game. Aaron Jones went off in that game. Uh, he's been an amazing back for the Packers on uh, his career and he has definitely had a lot of really good games and that was one of his many good games that he's had for the Packers he had a lot of touchdowns in that game and they certainly got other contributions from other players but he was kind of the the star of the game for the Packers in that one and the Lions if you look at it I mean they're coming into this one as the underdog Green Bay is a eight point favorite they opened and they stayed there the Packers are on a two-game winning streak. The Lions won their last game. The Packers' road record is 4-2, and two, so they'll be on the road in this matchup. So that will uh, be somewhat significant as far as how they are on the road so far this year. And they're definitely familiar with the divisional stadium, uh, one of the four, or rather one of the three away stadiums that they play at. On Ford Field, so so they're they're pretty accustomed to playing there. One thing I do want to mention, and it's been brought up a lot by other people and everything, uh, as far as that goes, as far as other people alluding to the fact that recently the Packers, when they play at Ford Field, they kind of get off to a slow start. I know it's been brought up in some of the players' media availability, alluding to the fact that they need to get off to a better start. Um, as you remember from last year, they had it where they were kind of, I guess you could say sleepwalking in the first portion of the game. And then later on, they won the game and all was well and good, but they needed to come out better. And I know coach to floor in the media was asked about it. And they certainly know that, that that's a thing. So we'll see how, how they react to that. And, and if they can get off to a, a better start uh, overall this year for the Packers, they've, done pretty well getting off to a good starts. So maybe it's just a matter of, hey, this year we've been doing really good. Uh, and it's more of a past season trend than a this year trend. So 
I just wanted to make, make note of that. And the Lions are one and four at home. So they're really struggling at Ford Field this year. And they have the interim head coach, Daryl Bevel. Uh, so uh, he will be coaching his second game as he won his first game as the interim head coach last week against the Bears. So we'll see what happens. I've touched on a previous podcast of mine uh, for my podcast. And just about the kind of initial feel that the teams get for any team that makes a coaching change, typically right off the bat for the interim coach, you want to play really well and you want to really play for, for them. And then more times than not, as, as, as the games go on, that, that kind of wears off, but we'll see if that's a factor in this one. I mean, this could be a case where the Packers are just way better than the Lions. So that won't matter as much. I mean, I think that that's going to be the case, but I just did want to bring that up as far as sometimes there is that interim head coach, effect uh in place and i think a lot of you listeners kind of know what i'm getting at as far as that goes so uh the ranks for both teams heading into this game the offensive stats overall for the packers they are second total yards passing yards their fifth rushing yards ninth points first third down percentage fourth offensively for the lions on the flip side total yards 17th passing yards 11th Rushing yards 28th, points tied for 19th, and then third down percentage, they are tied for 20th. And then for defense, Packers total yards 10th, passing yards 12th, rushing yards 14th, points 15th, third down percentage 11th, and then Lions defense total yards 28th, passing yards tied for 26th, rushing yards 28th, points 31st, third down percentage 25th. And two things really jump out at me. Packers are really good offensively. Lions, a struggle offensively, but they're more of a struggle on defense. So the Packers, really good offense. One of the better offenses in the NFL should be able to uh, go to work against the Lions' uh, defense, you would think, in theory, given that. And then uh, as we move forward to the injury report, they do have some cornerbacks. I believe their top two corners are out this game. So uh, that will definitely hurt them too, uh, as they'll have other corners to have to try and step up. But uh, given the overall uh, overview of the game, uh, at least initially, Mark, what are your thoughts uh, after I kind of brought up those uh, notes before I get to the injury report? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think uh, the biggest mismatch will be the Packers offense versus the Lions defense, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, coming up here, and uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. So hopefully uh, Packers' offense is ready to score some points, and uh, hopefully uh, Packers can get to Matt Stafford.
Moving ahead in another edition of Big A Sports Show, available anywhere you get your podcasts. For another Packer preview with a special guest, Mark Trunk, uh, we have talked about the overview, the recap of the last game against the Eagles, and then the injury report in the first portion, and then the second portion, Mark will be going over his thoughts on the Lions personnel offensively, defensively, and then he'll jump right into the Packers offense, defense. I will give my quick thoughts uh, overall, and then we will take one more break and then finish out with predictions for another episode of my podcast. So without further ado, Mark, start with the Lions offense personnel-wise. Yep, so just going by position group for the Lions, Matt Stafford has obviously been leading them all year, 21 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. They can still put up a lot of points and yards, with anybody in the NFL. Um, he has had a lot of big games against the Packers in his career, and he's probably one of the better quarterbacks the Packers have played in the last six or seven games. So uh, it'll be a, a good test for the Packers secondary. And something interesting I found with Stafford, he's actually one of the bottom in the NFL as far as completion percentage. So hopefully the Packers can make him throw into some tight windows and, um, make things tough on him there. And then for running back, they have been going with a committee of Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift. So AP is a really good short yardage guy still. He's not going to get you the big runs like he used to, and he's really not going to be a factor in the receiving game. Uh, DeAndre Swift, if, if he can play, he's going to be a good threat for the Lions to use out of the backfield, and he's actually been having a higher yards per carry than AP as well. So... Uh, that'll be a good test for the Packers' run defense. And then for receivers, they're led by – normally they're led by Kenny Galladay, but un- unfortunately for the Lions, he's been out a lot of the year. So Marvin Jones is probably their top target at receiver. He's a pretty tall and uh, fast receiver. He's had a lot of big games against the Packers. So hopefully uh, Jair and Kevin King are ready for him uh, on Sunday. And then from the slot position, Danny Amendola, he's a veteran veteran guy, been in the league for a lot of years, still can get the job done and make tough catches over the middle. And for tight end, TJ Hawkinson has been a one of the probably better stories for the Lions this year. He's third in the NFL in receptions, and he has developed a lot from his rookie season. He's a big uh, red zone target for Stafford, so... Packers have had some trouble with tight ends this year, including last week with Dallas Goddard. So hopefully Mike Pettin will try to scheme some things up so Hawkinson doesn't uh, uh, hurt him over the middle too much. And uh, Lions offensive line, no real super notable players on them as far as either good or bad, but they have given up 33 sacks on the year, which is one of the highest amounts in the NFL. And then just going off Lions defense here, this unit has been ravaged by injuries pretty much at every level of the defense. They rank in the bottom in a lot of main defensive categories, most important uh, points per game at 31st. Um, this year they've lost Trey Flowers due to injury, and Everson Griffin's obviously not going to play tomorrow. Uh, Danny Shelton is a good run stopper for them in the middle, and Romeo Akra has had seven sacks this year, so he's their biggest uh, threat on the sack front of things. And Jamie Collins, another former Patriot, he's been very active for them in tackles this year. Um, Otherwise, a lot of secondary guys have been leading them in tackles. So that tells you all you need to know about how how good their defense is if the secondary is 
getting a lot of the tackles. Um, Tracy Walker is a pretty good player for them in the secondary. He's second on their team in tackles, and their cornerbacks, uh, Desmond Trufant and Jeff Okuda, are not expected to play, so this should be a good good thing for the Packers, um, Packers on offense. And just another thing, the Lions rank in the bottom of the NFL in generating turnovers, so that should bode well for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And then just going on um, on how these units match up. So the Packers on offense in week two, they had a huge game rushing the ball. Aaron Jones last year, Aaron Jones started to heat up a lot at the end of the year. And I think he could do so again. LaFleur has been pretty conservative with how many carries Aaron Jones is getting. So he should be fresh. And this is actually one of the weaker run defenses that the Packers have played in the last several weeks. So I think all those factors could point to a big game for Aaron Jones. And um, I think they should Packers should be able to move the ball pretty easily against the Lions, barring any you know, negative plays, whether that be uh, sacks or holding penalties or turnovers. Something else to keep in mind, again, this is an indoor track for the Packers. Rodgers has been pretty good all year, but especially in the, the indoor games. And I think it should be a high-scoring game for both teams. So it should be nice for Rodgers not, not to have to worry about the downfield passing and the elements since they're going to be inside the uh, Ford Field Stadium. And then just another key for the Packers on offense, keep defeating Devontae Adams. Like I was saying earlier, they're missing their top corners, and they really don't have anybody who can cover them one-on-one. Devontae was injured, I think, in week two against the Lions, so he didn't really have much production there, but I think he'll be fine uh, tomorrow. And then, like Adam mentioned, it'll be interesting to see how they implement Tavon Austin into the offense if they get him going on reverses or screens or swing passes. Really just try to get him in space and let him make plays. And uh, should be hopefully some explosive plays coming from him. And then as uh, far as Packers on defense versus Lions offense, some of the keys, I think, are to limit the big plays to the Lions receiving core, like Marvin Jones and the rest of them. Lions, it seems like they always have big plays against the Packers in the passing game, so hopefully they can limit that. And then it's really been encouraging to see the pressure that's been coming from the front seven the last few weeks. Preston Smith seems to be stepping up a lot. And also Kingsley Kiki had a great game against the Lions with bringing pass rush inside. And if you get him going with the guys on the outside, that'll be pretty tough for offenses to stop. And then something else... I thought to bring up, try to force turnovers from Stafford. He hasn't thrown tons of interceptions this year, but it seems like he's he does throw a lot of picks late in games when either they're trying to come back or some costly picks when they're ahead. So hopefully the Packers can get that going as far as the turnovers. And then lastly, just be out in the red zone. Packers haven't been as tough in the red zone as they were last year. And the Lions do have big receivers in Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson that they can throw up jump balls to. Um, so hopefully um, Packers can stop that. If the Lions have to set up for field goals, it's going to be a, definitely a big win for the Packers, You know, as long as they're not taking too much time off the clock. If you're scoring field goals against the Packers, you're going to have a hard time beating them. And uh, I think that'll be probably the, the key to the game as far as Packers defense. What do you think, Ed? 
Yeah, I think uh, just going off kind of what you said a little bit, as for my thoughts, very good job breaking down uh, the personnel for both teams, as always. Uh, but first, I do want to say that the Lions, uh, are they're having a tough year. So they're probably not going to make the playoffs, and they're in last place in the NFC North. But this could be a game for them in going forward. Could be an opportunity for them to play spoiler. I mean, they do have some games against playoff-worthy teams, including the Packers down the stretch. So they have the Buccaneers, Vikings, Titans, and also the game on Sunday against the Packers. So there's no better feeling, especially in a divisional matchup. This week I'm talking against the Packers to play spoiler. I mean, the Packers... Spoiler effect's not going to matter for them in this game because the Packers are nine and three. They're probably going to they are going to make the playoffs. I mean, unless they collapse towards the end, which I don't see happening. None, none of us see happening. But it could also be an opportunity for some of the players who are kind of on the fringe for the Lions to make an impression uh, for them. Uh, much like Mark talked about earlier about this being kind of a an interview for Daryl Bevel as far as he's the interim head coach, and we'll have to see if he he's going to stay on next year as the head coach or if they go in a different direction. Uh, sometimes if the interim really impresses then they pull the interim tag off the head, you know, the interim head coach and then they make him the head coach. So we'll see what happens. But this could be an interview type scenario for some of the players who are kind of on the bubble or on the fringe of, of next year as far as next year's team for the Lions. I mean, all the notable players that we know about, uh, everybody as far as that goes, that's not as much of a factor because they know that they're going to be there. They're really good players and they have their spot pretty much. So that's not as much of a factor, but it could be kind of two interview type settings for the head coach as far as staying on next year. And then also the players as far as some fringe players uh, and then also the spoiler effect for the Lions. So they don't have a lot to play for as far as the playoffs because they're probably not going to make it. Uh, given their tough season and the, the coaching change and everything that they've had uh, and then some of the injuries and everything else. But there also is some something a little bit as far as that aspect that I'm bringing up as far as maybe they are taking that angle to it. We'll see what happens. Or tomorrow they could come out unmotivated and just get blown out, which could happen too. So we'll see what happens. But uh, also some of the Lions uh, personnel, as far as that goes, DeAndre Swift is a fantastic rookie, and he's on the injury report, so we'll see if he plays, but they'll need to contain him. Adrian Peterson and everything with that. And then Matthew Stafford, I mean, he has put up some really good games, and he is a pretty good quarterback in his own right, so they'll have to uh, limit the big plays, as Mark mentioned there. And then TJ Hawkinson is one of the better tight ends in the game. So um, tight end, defending the tight end for the Packers, recent years and this year it's always been kind of a topic that's come up their struggle to defend the tight end so maybe the Lions can take advantage there and then the receiving game the Lions always have solid receivers even though they'll be without one of them Kenny Galladay uh, on Sunday and then maybe the Packers uh, defensively take advantage of the struggling offensive line for the Lions and get some pressure there Uh, although the Packers typically play the conservative like defense and they Sometimes get pressure, but it's not as consistent. So we'll see if it's more of that or if it's kind of a change and they do get a lot of pressure and make things tough on Matthew Stafford. 
And then Lions defensively, they're struggling, but they have had a lot of injuries. So that's a factor. But next man up mentality, as it is in sports. And, I mean, every team has gone through a lot of injuries. But this could be an opportunity for some players to step up and uh, make life hard on Aaron Rodgers, which I don't think will happen. As far as Aaron Rodgers is one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL always. So the Packers should be able to make some good things happen offensively against the Lions defense. and have that go well and then the Packers offense as Mark kind of mentioned Devontae Adams should be in for another big day Mark mentioned he was hurt he didn't come into the game hurt but I believe he had an injury in the game where he kind of they played it safe with him and kind of limited him in the, in the game so Devontae is pretty healthy now so it'll be a big day for him potentially against the beat-up secondary for the Lions and uh, it should be another good game for him. And then Rodgers should be Aaron Rodgers and uh, be really good slinging around Ford Field in the inside track, which, as Mark mentioned, is a very good uh, place. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is good anywhere. He's one of the best quarterbacks, but especially indoors. Uh, and then also the tight ends, Bob Tunyon, Robert Tunyon, should be uh, in for another nice game. He's been one of the better tight ends in the game. Uh, this year so hopefully you can keep it up and then running backs they always have pretty good running backs and their offensive line is playing really good this season so hopefully it continues especially elton jenkins in addition to david bakhtiar but elton jenkins can play anywhere on the line you you never really hear from him which is a good thing as an offensive lineman because that means you're doing well and you're not getting called for penalties and then uh, as mark mentioned with the Tavon austin effect maybe that's in play for the offense or maybe they kind of give them some time to work into things and and uh, use them later in the season more often, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then defensively for the Packers, just like Mark mentioned, don't get beat over the top too much. Play the conservative-style defense. Let things go underneath. I mean, defend things underneath, but don't get beat over the top. If you're avoiding that, then you should be in for a good game. The Lions do have some pretty good skill players as we've mentioned but the packers may be able to do some good things against a struggling lions team and we'll see i mean the motivation for them should be there it should be for any nfl game but given their struggle they might be a little bit where they're not as motivated because they're not going to make the playoffs most likely so that's uh kind of a look there packers always have a pretty good secondary with amos savage Jerry Alexander, Kevin King, and then all the others, and then the Smith brothers. Rashawn Gary, hopefully he continues to play well, and then uh, Kenny Clark uh, up front in addition to everybody else. And, I mean, they have those notable players, but this might be a game for some of the other players, too, to step up and um, really make some nice plays as far as that goes. So that's a look at both teams' personnel, and we've given an overview, injury reports, looked at the Eagles game, this portion we've done the personnel for both teams and in the final portion of another episode of my podcast we will give our predictions so stay tuned for that after this short audio break moving ahead and closing out another edition of big a sports show available anywhere you get your podcasts for another edition of a Packer preview. And I have a special guest, Mark Trunk. And in the first portion, we gave an overview of the game. 
and everything that we talked about with that. And then we gave a look at the personnel for both teams. And in this final portion, we will predict the game. So, Mark, I will start with you. What is your prediction for the game on Sunday between the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions? And then I will finish with my prediction. And that will be another edition of my podcast. Yep, so I'm going to say Packers 35, Lions 27. I think this should be a high-scoring game, and the Lions have more firepower on offense than the teams Packers have been playing the last few weeks. I will. I do think the Packers will get off to a good start, and then the Lions will probably rack up some yards and points late in the second half. Uh, I would say the Packers' defense isn't great, but it's nowhere near as bad as Detroit's, so that, that's a big advantage for the Packers. And just... Keeping my fingers crossed there's no special teams issues or turnover problems that keep the Lions in the game. But at the end of it, I think the Packers will end up winning. And hopefully, if the Vikings lose to the Buccaneers in the noon slate and the Packers win tomorrow, hopefully we'll be celebrating an NFC North title uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I think that the uh, Packers will be able to get it done as well. I think uh, probably ballpark score... 38-24 to 24 Packers. I think that, as you mentioned, Mark, the Lions definitely have some uh, good offensive players. And Matthew Stafford, I mean, he's a really good quarterback. I mean, he's been that way for years. He's always been able to sling it around and do that really effectively. And he, as Aaron Rodgers mentioned in an earlier edition from this year from Pat McAfee Tuesdays on the Pat McAfee Show, basically alluding to the fact that Matthew Stafford can throw from any arm angle. He can make any throw and uh, do it really effectively. So that will be a, a factor in this game as it is in every game for games that Matthew Stafford plays and every game he plays. So that will be a factor. But I think that the Packers will be able to get up uh, early in this one. I do think that they will get off to a good start, unlike their previous recent seasons at Ford Field where they kind of gotten off to – sluggish starts I guess it's safe to say and then brought it uh back or kind of came on late and been able to win those games so I think that they'll be able to get up uh, much like they've uh, done all year get that early lead and then maybe maybe some Lions uh, touchdowns and maybe a field goal mixed in there by Matt Prater uh, also will get them around my 24 uh, point pro- projection for them in this game as far as that goes. Uh, but I do think ultimately the Packers will win. I think Aaron Rodgers will uh, do really good things uh, like he always does. And uh, the running backs will do really good in the running game. And then Devonte will lead the receiving game and uh, have other players uh, step up uh, there as well. And then the tight ends uh, will do what they do. The offensive line uh, will be able to protect Aaron Rodgers as they have been all year. And then maybe they get turnover uh, off of Matthew Stafford or something like that. Uh, to uh, get get in that way. And, and maybe they uh, get an uptick in their turnovers uh, off of this game. And maybe this is a game as an opportunity for them playing against, uh, I guess you could say, non-playoff contending team with the Lions 5-7 and seven record to uh, be able to get an uptick in their defense uh, and maybe have some momentum in that way going forward uh, the rest of the season. Uh, but also... The Lions definitely should be playing with some some things where they want to be motivated, as I mentioned, with the things that I brought up earlier in this episode of my podcast. So maybe that'll be a part of it. Maybe the Lions will give the Packers a tough battle. I think it should be every divisional game. I mean, they say kind of throw the records out. It's a divisional game. You have to 
really bring it, and and that's kind of the case. I mean, Matt Lafleur, the head coach for the Packers, has definitely kind of alluded to things in the media, like we have to take care of our stuff and and everything. Uh, so uh, that will be apparent in this game, and they can't underestimate any opponent uh, as no NFL team does. So uh, the Lions are going to try and make some things happen, but I think that the Packers will win and uh, be able to move to 10-3 and three and then move on to the rest of their games going into the playoffs and hopefully maybe get a one seed. We'll see what happens there. But the one seed uh, in the playoffs, especially this year, has extra prominence on it as far as that's the team that gets to buy in the first round of the playoffs. But that is a ways off a little bit. And the Packers need to take care of business on Sunday against the Lions. So those are our predictions. And that will about do it for another episode of Big A Sports Show. Available anywhere your podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, all my previous episodes, and all my future episodes. And definitely uh, be paying attention for all of those as they come out. If you missed any, just listen back in the archives. The best way is just to subscribe to my podcast. It's available anywhere you get your podcast. Otherwise, you can continue to look for it, uh, just how you've been looking for it. That's fine, too. So we'll hope for good things for the Packers against the Lions. And I will talk with you all again very, very soon. Thank you so much, and enjoy the game.